Before we start this show, just a word from our sponsor. 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest that pro wrestling has had to offer. Along with their awesome line of pro wrestling apparel, they do offer many services. In the world of wrestling, there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads. Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. If you would like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever, drop them a line. Go to 20 by 20 apparel. That's the number 20 X, the number 20 apparel.com. Now let's get to the show. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bum me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puppy. You know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And on Fresh of the Word, we like to deliver wisdom through great stories from the minds of bright creatives of pop culture. Through those stories, we like to dissect the journey of our guests and present actionable lessons and advice for our listeners, no matter what career or avenue of artistry they pursue. And before we get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to Knox Money, Bang Belushi, and Foulmouth for the theme music for Fresh of the Word. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can always go to freshofthepodcast.com and just share any of the links for any of the episodes on any of your social media platforms. And also, you can subscribe to Fresh of the Word pretty much anywhere that podcasts are streamed. And that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, pretty much everywhere. And please, rate and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It would definitely help out the show. If you want to contact me, you can always reach me by email at djkfresh at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at kfresh is the word and on facebook at facebook.com slash kfresh and you can also follow fresh is the word on twitter at fresh is the word and that's is with iz instagram at fresh is the word podcast and facebook at facebook.com slash fresh is the podcast and this is episode 147 the guest for this episode is miles van meter the social media and events manager for vaults of midnight detroit comic book store during our chat, we talked about what Vault of Midnight has in store for free comic book day on May 4th 
at their three locations in Detroit, Ann Arbor, and Grand Rapids, along with the store's connection to their communities, collaborating with neighboring businesses in the city, and what they've been doing to make Vaults of Men a, a welcoming environment for everyone. For more information about what they're going to be doing on Free Comic Book Day, there will be links in the show notes for this episode at freshesthepodcast.com, and you can also go to vaultsofmidnight.com. All right, let's get on to the interview with Miles Van Meter from Vaults of Midnight, Detroit. All right, we're down here at the Vaults of Midnight, Detroit. Uh, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Miles Van Meter. I run the uh, social media and events here at Vault of Midnight, Detroit. Cool. I love I love Vault of Midnight, man. It's there's over you know the the years and the decades like comic book comic book shops get a a ton of stigmas, but I feel like even today Vault of Midnight sort sort of like kills all those stigmas. You come in there, you see people of different types. You see men, you see women, people of different ages. There's a cool vibe. Everybody's friendly. There's cool music going on. You know, talk about the vibe that you guys want to set here. Yeah, I mean, I think a big part of what we do is that we're trying to break the stigma of of that. And we, we want comic books to be for everybody. They are for everybody, you know, and they should be presented that way. So we... We have our um, all three of our stores are in downtown locations that are easily accessible, um, and uh, yeah, we we have this nice inviting environment that we uh, we have comic books for everybody, we have board games for everybody, and that's uh, that's part of like what we're doing with Free Comic Book Day, which is coming up on May fourth, which is it's it's like this one day distillation of what we do year round. This is something that uh, anybody can come to, and can we can introduce a free comic book to them, and they can see who we are and what we do. Yeah, let's talk about Free Comic Book Day. Um, kind of, you know, for people that don't know what that is, you know, what's the what was the idea behind it? You know, uh, do you know how it, how it got started, basically? Or, and, and talk about what you guys are going to be doing here. Yeah, Free, free Comic Book Day started um, about 16, 17 years ago. Um, right around the time, what was the big movie then? Like, uh, was it the first Spider-Man movie? I think something like that. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's always the first Saturday of May. Uh, that's that's a good way to remember uh, when Free Comic Book Day is. But um, yeah, it, it was a, it started out as something that the publishers, the distributors, and the um, retail spaces of comic book stores could all get together and try to way, find a way to push comic books um, to people that don't normally. Um, read comic books, and that's um, that's exactly why the holiday exists. It's also a day; it doubles as a day for people that love comic books already to celebrate them even more, <laughs> or to share them with people that they, you know, with, like, hey, I'm gonna bring you to Free Comic Book Day. Like, you know, I'm gonna. This is my testament to what what I love, you know. Right. Um, and that's that's what we want to give uh, to those loyal people that come to our comic book store all the time. Yeah, everybody kind of sets up their own events, their own stores. But, you know, what, what is Vault of Midnight doing? What we're doing uh, at, at our store at the Detroit shop uh, this next Saturday or this Saturday is um, we're going to have uh, DJ RX78. He's kind of like our uh, resident DJ. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. He spins. Uh, he, but he likes to spin like a mix of hip hop with uh, anime and right. pop culture stuff. He's really cool. He's really good at that. He uh, um. So, yeah, he's done our events the past couple of years. We also have um, we have local comic shop, local local comic book creators uh, that will be in the shop. 
um, selling, you know, slinging their comic books. Um, uh, people like Andrew Buck and Haley Stone, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Cuckway, who does Detroit Mecha Police. Like these are all really cool um, local people that we want to support. Uh, we're also showing movies uh, across the street at the at the Skillman Branch Library. Um, we're on Library Street. And, uh, Straight we, across the street. Yeah, we, we have a good relationship with them. It just makes sense to get all our neighbors involved. So we have uh, the library um, uh, screening a superhero medley of animated um, superhero cartoons. And we're really stoked to have them involved as well. Um, and But yeah, most importantly, we're going to be slinging free comic books. It's We're, we're uh, three comic books for every person. And if you come in costume, you get an extra comic book. Nice. And we, yeah, we, we, we thought that was a great way to get people, um, you know, to celebrate it even more, to, to get, get excited. People love dressing up as their favorite superheroes. So, For the people who don't necessarily go to the comic book stores that you're inviting out for this event, sort of what, what should they expect, you know, if they're a little leery about coming into the store, you know, what's sort of like the do's and don'ts? Of um, of just coming in and just you know just coming in and experiencing it, you know, do they you know, f- you know, put their put their anxieties to, to ease? Well, I think for a lot of people, maybe it is, um, yeah, they're uh, yeah, a lot of people haven't been to a comic book store, so they don't. Yeah, you're right, they don't know what to expect. So somebody walks into a comic book store um, like ours, and yeah, like, like I said before, there's a lot of there'll probably be a lot of people yeah, it's, coming in and out. So it might be a little bit like, oh shoot, there's all these people here. Yeah, there it is a little daunting. You know, you see this huge line waiting outside the door, people waiting to get their free comic books. Um, people want to be first in line. Uh, that um, yeah, it is a lot to take in, but really, it I think. Um, it doesn't take long for people to pick up on the atmosphere of Free Comic Book Day, right? And that it is just a fun party. Like I, the way I like to explain it is, uh, you know, in simple terms, I like to call it a comic book block party, and people really dig that. It clicks with them, you know, like, oh, okay, I get it. Like that's fun. That's cool. Um, it's not just a, a little comic book store shindig. Like this is something that anybody can come to. You don't have to be a comic book store. Uh, you know, a regular customer or something like this is something for everyone. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think one the second you explain it to somebody, they just automatically they get it. You know, and I think right. that's cool. It's all about just spreading the word about what you know what I say is our favorite holiday. You right, know? right. Yeah. Even outside of Free Comic Book Day, when somebody's just coming into the store, maybe they're just they got the little itch to. Uh, to want to check out comic books it could be because of uh, the movies that are coming out oh, sure, it could yeah. be anything and uh, and to me vault of midnight reminds me of like the quintessential record stores back in the day when you could ask people like okay i like this and then they'll just throw a bunch of stuff at you sure. to listen to when somebody comes in like that when they have little to no knowledge but they're interested you know how do you kind of ease them into to 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 recommend something for sure. them I, I often um, – it's, it's a lot easier than you think. You know, um, you, there, there are staples that you can just put in somebody's hand, and uh, you just explain it to them, like give them your one-sentence your one pitch, and they love it because it maybe right. it does remind them of their favorite HBO show or their favorite show on FX, or maybe it is something that they want to get more into. They want to get more into X-Men, and right. you know, you're giving them a classic, a classic story. 
um, often I'm just showing them something from a creator that I like. And um, it's really awesome to see somebody come in the next day and be and just say, I need more. You know, like I loved that. Where where is what's the next thing? Right. And that uh, that, you know, that's rewarding because you're, you're sharing you're sharing this art that you love. And that's something that we like to do all the time. And that's, um, you know, that's why Free Comic Book Day exists. And uh, it's um, it's funny that you bring up record shops, too, because Record Store Day uh, was actually modeled after Free Comic Book Day. Right. But yeah, record shops saw what what, for what comic book stores are doing. They're like, if comic book stores can do it, we can do that. Oh, definitely. Obviously, they don't give away stuff, but they have exclusive stuff that comes out on that day, which is just like Free Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day, we have... Um, you know, the the joke that you tell people, like, oh, it's free comic book day, and they, and they go, oh, so any of these comics are free? And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, we actually have exclusive comic books that are only available on that day, and right. they're not available for purchase any other time. You can only get them on free comic book day. Right. And then, so that, that you, people, you know, you, you, uh, people have this a little bit of a sense of urgency to go, oh, may, maybe I really do have to show up on this day to get this really cool comic. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Earlier, you were talking about uh, the things that you're, you're going to be doing on Free Comic Book Day with the Skillman Library. Sure. That, you know, that begs the, the question, you know, how important is, you know, that uh, the idea of community with your neighbors, with even just the cities that Vault of Midnight are in? How important is Vault of Midnight to be a part of those communities? Oh, that's a huge part of what we do. Um, uh, it's something that all three stores um, integrate into, like, our game plan. Uh, we we work with a lot of a lot of different people in the community, and we try to do things for them. And it's like often um, events that you know we'll run events that we're just trying to work with other people and get to know our neighbors, and they're not about um, you know making a buck. Right, right. You know, right. like um, it's uh, we're we're really eager to work with Fort Street Galley uh, coming up on June 1st for, um, International Tabletop Day, which is another one of our annual big events. Yeah. Um, but we do, I do a regular movie night, um, uh, with Vault of Midnight over at, um, Pop Offworld, which is like Detroit's premier arcade. Right. You know, and we've done game nights at, um, Queens Bar. We've done role-playing events at Ready Player One. Um, we've done events with the city at Beacon Park or at, um, the Cadillac Square Park. Um, we love just doing things with, with everybody and we love that, you know, um, our landlords and people, um, uh, in the city want to work with us, you know, they see what we're doing and they go, we want to be a part of that. Yeah. yeah. For me, there are closer comic book stores where I live, but I love coming down here yeah. for, you know, <laughs> for the staff, you know, the the ambiance, you know, the good music and everything. But in that, you know, having a, a Vault of Midnight in Detroit, I think, is a huge thing because Detroit didn't have comic book stores in the in the city. Mm -hmm. And I've seen many times where I see, you know, young people of different color, you know, black kids, a whole group of black kids talking about their their sort of exposure in the comic books being like, Hey, uh, I, I literally heard this one whole group of them, like kids saying like, yeah, I was really into comic books, but I was too scared to say anything. But then I realized my man down the street <laughs> liked it. And then every, I realized everybody in, in my hood liked comic books, yeah. you know? And next thing you know, we can bond over that stuff, you know? How do you feel like it's, it's the importance of having a store in Detroit? 
Oh, it's yeah, it's very important. We wanted to bring this, um, you know, Vault of Midnight wanted to bring this experience to downtown Detroit. You know, they realized that there wasn't anything like this in downtown Detroit, and um, it was something that needed to happen, you know, at some point. Um, even though it might, you know, comic books might not seem like it's not it's not uh, bread and milk and eggs and you know um, you know things that you might need you know but it is uh, it is something an experience that I think you go to other major cities and and it's something that's there and Detroit yeah. is lacking you know um, but that's yeah that's part of what Baltimore Night does we we like to be in a space where where this isn't you know we want to bring this experience to you you know so it was five years ago. Baltimore Knight put a shop in downtown Grand Rapids where there wasn't a comic book store. Right. And they, they have had a huge influence on their neighborhood being there. And that's what we're trying to do here in Detroit, um, having only been here for, um, it'll be three years on the week of Free Comic Book Day. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it's important that we bring this experience to the community and to the people to show them that, yeah, comic books, like, you know, um, this is just the running theme is that it's comic books are for everybody. And yeah, you, you know, you go to the shop and you see your friend there, and it's always really cool to, to see that, too, you know. Or, yeah. you know, often uh, somebody will come in, and they'll see an employee that they know that they have maybe haven't seen in a long time. And they go, oh, wow, like, oh, it's so great that you're here. And they get really comfortable once they realize that there's somebody that, um, that, that they know that lives in the city that, you know, is part of the city, part of the community, working at the comic book shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important because, like, during like right now, Detroit is going through this big facelift, big revitalization downtown. There's a lot of, you know, restaurants coming in and clothing stores. But it's great to see w that there's things in the artistic realm popping up and thriving and being part of the community. You know, how do you, you know, how do you feel about being part of that sort of artistic community with this shop? Oh, it's it's awesome. Like I said, it's very rewarding. You know, you, we do get a lot of artists uh, coming in, uh, by, like uh, well-known local artists uh, come in and buy comic books from us, and that's really cool that we're um, maybe influencing them, and they uh, they they love that we're here. Uh, we we had the, um, there was an artist convention in in the shop last year, uh, uh, like an illustrator. I can't remember what it was called, but um, they came in. Um, it was great to see all these people from other cities come in and see uh, that there was a comic book store like this in town, and they were very impressed. Right, right. And and that was really cool. But um, yeah, no, it's um, it's really cool to you know like like um, DJ RX Seven Eight James Easterly, who he's a really great artist. Yeah. Uh, he does he does more than just DJ, and uh, it's you know he's a big fan of the shop, and that he wants to be a part of it, and that's why we're having him here for Free Comic Book Day. Um, but uh, no, yeah, seeing, um, working with local artists is something that we love to do. Um, we do have like a local art section here in the shop uh, where we sell local comic books. Um, for all of our events, we try to get local local artists involved yeah. in some way, you know, like maybe doing uh, one of our posters for one of our events or, um, you know, like we've had them for local comic shop day, uh, which is in November and for free comic book days in past and present. Um, so yeah, I think uh, uh, art art plays a big part of of it, of you know, um, even down to like we even have a mural on the back of our wall, <laughs> you know, by uh, Seth St. Pierre, uh, who's a really great artist that we work with. Um, yeah, that's how that's how kind of like the the record store culture was always like around Metro Detroit. It'd be like we have all these great music artists that are known around the world, 
But if you're here, man, you might run into them at Street Corner Music sure. or, or Record Time <laughs> back in the day. You know, these days at UHF or Found Sound, you yeah. know, they're just there, you know. And that's kind of how the how Vaults of Midnight is. You might run into. <laughs> I mean, we had a, a couple of weeks ago, um, not to drop names or anything, but we had Tristan Eaton. He popped in the, right. in the shop. Who is a big? I mean, we sell all the Kid Robot stuff, which he designed. Yeah, uh, he has a really awesome uh, mural in the back alley. He's uh, he he's um, uh, somewhat involved with the Library Street Collective. Like he's friends with those guys. Yeah, and shout um, out to his brother. Right, right, his yeah. brother Matt. Yeah, yeah. And but it was great for him to just come in the shop and buy some stuff. And and uh, we we're selling his zine that he published here in the shop. Um, so it's cool to see. Like yeah, like he's a, he's you know kind of from Detroit. Uh, he's got roots here in Detroit, and uh, it's cool to see him come visit, and uh, cool to have a world class art uh, artist come in the shop, you know, and um, and just uh, support us, you know. Right. You know, you you could say that you know at times the the comic store culture in America can be a bit tumultuous. You know, some stores come and go. You know, how do you feel like it's it's best these days for a comic in a comic book store to exist i mean i think uh, a lot of i mean we've already seen it we've seen we're seeing comic book stores evolve you know they um they realize that the the stigma is not the bad stigma of comic shops being old dusty and not inviting <laughs> not friendly you know or it's that's a that's something of the past um you know the androids dungeons they are those are the shops that aren't doing well and it's because um, you know they're 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 treating comic books like it's a necessity, and comic books, uh, you know, just like anything else, really not a necessity aside from food and water right. and all that. Like like you have to treat this like like anything else. And um, we yeah we 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 want these our stores and other stores are picking up on this, and it, it's great to see it. It's great to see shops um, open their doors for everybody. To be more exclusive, um, to be more diverse, and to just um, be a little bit brighter, a little bit happier, and have um, and have different types of people working in these shops. Like that makes a big difference too. Yes, you know, like it, it like we've had we've had um, we've had customers tell us like, hey, it was great to see a woman behind the counter. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. It, like uh, you know, um, that means a lot. To it us, does, you know. Um, That's what I love the most about this store is that you go in there and you see people work in there, men and women, sure. different colors, and you're like, okay. And you hear yeah. cool music going on, and you'll be like, oh, all right, this is <laughs> a hip yeah. place to be. You go to other stores, and right. maybe you don't see that, you know? Yeah, it's a, I, I don't know you why. Don't yeah, I don't know why, um, you know. And But like I said, a lot of stores are – like I, I kind of grew up on those stores, and there's something about it that's I'm a little nostalgic for. Like I love finding finding a dusty box of old comics and just you know right. digging in and finding that gem, you know. But um, that's just like record stores too. Right, you know? you're, right. you're always gonna still have those record stores. That <laughs> sure, a bunch of dusty stuff. Yeah, the guy that owns it owns it is kind of a crank, you know, whatever. But yeah, you're still gonna. <laughs> but uh, you know, and then you find that old record. Oh man, that record. Is, oh, I've been yeah. looking for that for ten years, and you kind of like. <laughs> All right, all right. I'll I'll deal with this crankiness. Right. But I, you know, I um, it's it's great. Uh, we're not the only ones doing really cool things in the comic book industry. There are a lot of cool comic book stores out there, and they're right. all celebrating Free Comic Book Day. Um, uh, we're just we're just doing it our own our own style, our own brand, and we hope that we can we can um show people what we do and what we are, and just you know that's what we really want to do. 
Why do you feel like comic books exist? You know, what does that give people? <laughs> oh man, comic books exist for so many reasons. I mean, it's it's a great it's you know my favorite storytelling medium. Uh, I. You know, I think it does things that movies and TV can't do. Yeah, you can take something and go do. anywhere with it. You know, yeah, comic, just your imagination. Yeah, you know? comics are comics are so cool, and I love everything else. I love movies. I love television. Right. I love um, podcasts. I love you know all all this stuff under the sun. But um, I mean, comic books are just they're they're just it's a great storytelling medium, and yeah, it gets lumped up into you know comic books are synonymous with superheroes. However, you can read. You know, there's comic books about anything and everything. Dude, anything, man. <laughs> anything. It's people, crazy. I always ask people, I'm like, hey, what's your favorite show? And they'll tell me uh, Game of Thrones or they'll tell me, um, you know, maybe some crime show or something. And I go, yeah, I, I got, got just a thing for you. I got, got let me show five you. books over here yeah. just about that. Or, you know, no, people tell me Westworld. And I go, perfect example, Westworld. Ed Brubaker was a writer on that show. He writes some of the best comic books in the in the business. Right. You know? there's, always yeah. that, there's always that, like, this degree of separation. Sure. Yeah. Through anything to the comic book world. It's crazy. I love it. <laughs> the, the imagination of some of these people are crazy, you know, the creators out oh, there. Yeah, well, and you know what I think is, is really cool about comic books is that often, man, you don't have too many people in your way of what you're trying to do. You have a writer and you have an artist. Maybe you have an inker, an editor, something like that. You just collaborate. But yeah, you know? it's like this small team of people just putting out this amazing story. And you don't have too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, you are just, you're, you're, seeing, you're reading something pure. Often you're reading a comic book written drawn inked you know penciled completely everything by the same person one person doing the entire comic right. book by themselves like one of my recent favorites was, was aliens uh, dead orbit by james stokoe and man he does a great job and he literally did everything in the book he, wow. like i think he had an editor and then that was about it he basically <laughs> he he did this whole thing by himself it was published by dark horse it's an amazing alien story um uh, but that's something that you don't see in TV or <laughs> cinema. You need actors, and you need a director and a producer, and you have CEOs like telling you what to do, what you can do, what you can't do. And um, that's a really cool thing about comic books is that things are streamlined, and you are um, you're getting this pure pure art form that mm -hmm. has um, right. It, maybe it's a collaboration with an, uh, with with just a, a handful of people. Sometimes it's just one one person. You know. Right. Yeah. Before we get out of here, what? Here's a question of someone that works in a comic book store, sees a lot of artists, whatever. Who are some comic book creators that come to mind quickly that, you know, maybe people don't know about okay. that you would recommend them checking out, you, whether they're artists or authors or whatever, you know? Who are some of your recommendations? Oh, man. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, if we're not talking household names, um, I think um, Tilly Walden. Is somebody that I think is uh, somebody to really focus on. She's very young and she's publishing um, some great, great things. Um, friend of the shop, Carolyn Nowak, is a great. Uh, she was just nominated for two Eisners. All right, yeah, all right. yeah. So she's gonna be. You know, she's already. People already know her name in the industry, yeah. but um, uh, there's the those two right off the bat come to mind. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, Man, I you know it's just like the rock stars are just popping up in my head. Like, right, <laughs> like right, I'm right. just thinking like, oh, Tom King, but I'm like, oh, everybody knows who Tom everybody King is, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, like he just did uh, Mr. Miracle, which we fell in love with. Oh, okay. You know, he's doing Heroes in Crisis, like everything he's doing. Um, one guy, one one person's name, also another rock star, uh, is Jeff Johns. Okay. But he's a guy with local ties, and once you tell people that from Detroit, people their eyes light up. And right. I go, yeah, he wrote, he's written some of the best stuff in DC comics. And people really get into that. 
Um, I feel like Michigan's had a lot of, yeah, a lot of good talent <laughs> come out of, in the comic book industry throughout history. Sure. I mean, yeah. Um, you have. Uh, uh, I'm, this isn't a spoiler, however. Jim Starlin does make a cameo in the Avengers <laughs> Endgame movie. He created half the characters that are in the movie, and it was really cool to see him in Avengers Endgame for him to find, to get a little bit of uh, that Stan Lee love. You know, <laughs> right. It was cool to see Jim Starlin get a cameo. But yeah, he he grew up in the Metro Detroit area and did a lot of great things. Yeah. Um, uh, you have uh, man, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Um. But no, there there have been so many so many great creators uh, from Detroit, um, and yeah, we're we're lucky to have some really cool creators um, with us for Free Comic Book Day. You right, know, right. Having yeah, uh, Haley Stone, she's an incredible graphic designer, illustrator. She's done a lot of cool zines. Um, where I'm, I know she's gonna have some really cool new stuff on Free Comic Book Day. Um, Nick Cuckway, who does. Um, who does uh, Detroit Megapolis? He's gonna have his sequel debut on Free Comic Book Day, which okay. is great. Sweet. Um, we're gonna have uh, Matt Miner, who just put out a book with Source Point Press. Uh, I think, I, man, I, I can't remember the name. I think it's called No Wicked for the West. It's some yeah, it's yeah something, something like that. Like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, that he's gonna be at the shop, and that just came out like two weeks ago. That book, um, and then also you know uh, Andrew Buck, his stuff is just amazing. His Satanic Kill book is stellar i have friends from i have friends from uh new york and la uh messaging me about the about andrew buck and they're like oh do you know this guy i'm like yeah i know this guy and they're <laughs> like man his stuff is insane i go yeah i love it you know they're like this is psychedelic it's kirby-esque and i'm like yeah right right and uh it's it's cool that uh people from other cities are paying attention to andrew's stuff because he man he's just a he's an amazing artist so we're very lucky to have him for free comic book day yeah. cool one last thing before we get out of here where do you see Vaults of Midnight going in the upcoming years? Oh man, we just we expect big things. Uh, we it, we're gonna we're we get more and more involved with the community every day. You know, we, with more and more events. We be, but also we're getting more partners. You know, like um, we're we're trying to work together with Moots Pizza right next door, and that they they are slinging amazing pizza next <laughs> uh, doing great things there we love it not just because it's next door because <laughs> it actually is legitimately amazing pizza um but um you know also um yeah we're still filling out in the neighborhood you know there were uh we're gonna have the tallest building in the city of detroit um right across the street from us <laughs> right. in like a year or two it'll be it'll be completed probably between 20 probably in 2022 it'll be completely uh filled out Mm-hmm. But I think it'll already be in use in 2011 or 2021. Sorry, um, which both yeah. So we're super excited for that. Um, so, but of uh, Vault of Midnight Detroit, uh, we we're not going anywhere. We're sticking around, um, and we're yeah. We we kind of we don't know where this is going, but we know that it's just going up. You we're, know, yeah. If people online want to get more information about Vault of Midnight, where should they go? Oh, they can go to vaultofmidnight.com, but they can find us um, on Instagram at Vault of Midnight or on Twitter at Vault of Midnight. Um, you, can, you can specifically find the Vault of Midnight Detroit page at facebook.com slash Vault of Midnight Detroit, or you can just search Vault of Midnight Detroit. Um, also, our other stores, Ann Arbor um, and Grand Rapids, have their own Facebook pages. I definitely, uh, if you're in those areas, definitely check, check out their pages. Because they're doing their own uh, cool things for Free Comic Book Day. 
and they have all sorts of cool events that often we we collaborate on or sometimes they're doing their own thing as well so, right yeah and one last plug for uh, Free Comic Book Day. Oh, yeah, Free Comic Book Day. Definitely come by Saturday, May 4th. Um, things run from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., but the meat of it is uh, early on, like the first half of the day, 10 a.m. to, uh, to uh, 5 p.m. We're going to have the Hero or Villain food van um, uh, slinging their food uh, right outside. We're going to have DJ RX-78. We're going we're gonna to have all the local creators I mentioned earlier. We're going to have a sales tent. Um, Free comic books, free movies. Uh, it's just a party. Yeah, Sweet. yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. So that was my interview with Miles Van Meter from Vault of Midnight, Detroit. Like I said before, more information about what they're gonna be doing at Vault of Midnight's three locations in Detroit, Ann Arbor, and Grand Rapids will be in the show notes for this episode at freshofthepodcast.com. You can also go to vaultofmidnight.com. Once again, thanks for listening. Goodbye and good night. Fresh is the word.